Get deeper insights on the news from inside sources. Last week, President Biden gave lawmakers his 2024 budget proposal. It not only included more spending, it also included more than $4.5 trillion, with a T, in tax increases. Uh, if we look at the wish list uh, that the president put forward, the big question is, how will it actually impact your taxes uh, and the economy in general? What are the tax reforms and things that we should be talking about and looking at instead of the big political pieces? Uh, to help us break all of that down, uh, really pleased to have back on the show Erica York, Senior Economist and Research Manager with the Tax Foundation Center for Federal Tax Policy. Uh, Erica, welcome back. Hi, thanks. It's great to be back. Uh, so as you look at the uh, the president's budget uh, proposal that he's put forward, no one expects that to uh, to move a lot of places, but it is a conversation starter in terms of negotiations and what happens. Uh, give us a sense from the the tax side in terms of what is in there and what that's going to mean. Yeah, it's it's symbolic of where the president wants taxes to go. You know, the nearly $5 trillion in new taxes that he's proposed is very large by historical standards. It ranks alongside the tax increases that were used to help finance World War II, the Korean War, and the Vietnam War. So we're talking very large in terms of the share of economy. The major changes include higher marginal tax rates on corporate income, on individual income, and on capital gains. Um, as well as a a complicated new minimum tax on high net worth individuals and increases to Medicare taxes. So really it runs the spectrum of of increasing taxes targeted at at corporations, at non-corporate businesses like LLCs and partnerships, and at at high earners in in general and, and the wages that they earn. Yeah. Overall, oh, go ahead. Oh, no, keep, keep, keep going, keep going. Sorry. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> overall, the, the effects that we would expect to see from that um, would be reduced saving, reduced investment, and, and reduced entrepreneurship. And even though the tax increases are targeted at, at businesses and high net worth individuals, um, the, the repercussions would be economy-wide because when you have less investment and less innovation, that leads to lower wages and, and fewer jobs. So workers would feel the impact of these tax increases, too. Yeah, and I want you to dig a little deeper on that. Uh, that's exactly where I was headed, was uh, this investment and in, in innovation uh, that always gets stifled as those uh, taxes go up. Uh, as you look at that, uh, how are we likely to see that play out? Again, this is uh, supposing this uh, moves through in some form. Uh, what will that net impact be? We've been trying to couch everything today in terms of what it means for entrepreneurs, small business owners, uh, and individuals around the the kitchen table as it relates to bank collapses and other things the government is doing. Uh, As you look at the president's budget proposal on the tax increases, how does that play out uh, with that most likely to experience a reduction in investment and ultimately innovation? Yeah, so... When you look at all the major tax increases, they would really bring U.S. tax rates out of step with international norms. Mm. Uh, When you factor in state-level taxes, overall, we would have the highest top combined rate on capital gains among industrialized nations. That would sit at 49.8%, so almost reaching 50% at the margin there on capital gains income. We would have the second highest corporate income tax rate at 32.2%, second only to Colombia. And, of course, in the United States, um, corporate income is taxed twice. It's taxed at the business level through the corporate income tax, and then it's taxed again at the shareholder level through capital gains and dividends taxes. 
So that combined tax rate would rise to a jaw-dropping 66% under Biden's proposals. That's compared to an OECD average of 41.4%. So across the board here, we would stand out in terms of high tax rates. And we know that marginal tax rates affect economic decision-making. They affect a business's choice to invest here in the United States or invest abroad. They affect individuals' choices to save their money or to work more. And all of these tax increases send the signal of don't do that here in the United States. Go elsewhere. We're, we're not open for business. We're not open for innovation. Um, so that's, that's the wrong message, frankly, to be sending right now. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Yeah, I don't know any uh, positive message that ends with we're right alongside Colombia <laughs> when it comes to <laughs> taxes. I don't, I don't think that's the uh, strategy we're lo- we're looking for there. Uh, and so as you as you dig into this a little further, Erica, um, I, I wanted to hit one of the things as it relates to to the Medicare Medicaid components to all of this. Uh, and it seems to me that this becomes such an interesting thing, even if you're only taxing those making north of three hundred or four hundred thousand. Uh, these are really up-and-coming uh, young people who will be paying for the boomers uh, who are kind of on the back end of this. This seems like it's going to be a tough sell uh, over the long haul. Yeah, that's right. Um, the the proposals to increase the Medicare health insurance tax rates from the current top 3.8% to 5% would just apply to incomes above $400,000. Um, the similar... net investment income tax would be expanded to apply to active business income. So that's like the profits from an S corporation or a partnership would would newly face this tax. They currently don't. And that would also be a new higher 5% rate. Um, And that money currently goes into the general fund. Instead, it would be dedicated to the the hospital uh, trust fund for for Medicare. Um, So on, on paper, it does extend the solvency by dedicating those revenues and by hiking the rate, but it doesn't fix the long-term problem where we're spending still outpaces revenue over the very long run. Um, and again, that, that points to this picture that we see in D.C. It's, it's largely a spending problem. It's not a revenue problem. Revenues are already running high. They would run you know, $5 trillion higher under uh, President Biden's proposed budget, but it still doesn't take care of, of the long-term fiscal situation that, that we see in the United States. I also wanted to ask you just real quickly, Erica, uh, you talk about the solvency of Medicare. Uh, it also seems to me that even with all of these additional taxes, it doesn't, we, we've talked a lot about Social Security of late and it becoming insolvent very soon. Uh, does this do anything to change the dynamic or the trajectory of Social Security? No, no, it doesn't. And it doesn't do anything to to fix the rest of our deficit problems either. Um, Under the the budget, uh, deficits would still total $17 trillion over the next decade. That's that's a decrease from the expected $20 trillion we're going to see, but it still shows that even under this budget with $5 trillion of new taxes, uh, we still haven't solved the spending problem. We still haven't solved 
um, debt and deficit, they they would continue to grow, um, even with a, a huge tax increase. So it shows there's there's still more to be done. Um, lawmakers really need to come to the table and look at look at solutions that aren't just let's hike marginal tax rates because that's not how we're going to fix the the problem. And if we did rely on that, of course, it would jeopardize economic growth. Yeah, and I think that's so important that uh, we always think, well, just add add more revenue. But we're clearly showing that uh, if you're spending more than you're bringing in, even if you're spending a little less than you used to, uh, you're still digging a pretty deep hole. And it is definitely time to put the shovels down and have a different kind of conversation. Uh, Erica York, Senior Economist and Research Manager with the Tax Foundation Center for Federal Tax Policy. Erica, always appreciate your perspective and helping us break down the numbers here to, to make some sense of some really bad dollars and cents when it comes to taxes. But we appreciate you joining us today. Yeah, thank you. All right, uh, we'll go ahead and step aside for some bottom-of-the-hour news and hopefully not the bottom of the market as well. Uh, when we come back, more inside sources. Stay with us. Much more to come on KSL News Radio. Stick around. <laughs> 